Today's episode is sponsored by Bush Bomb. Now, you know me and Brie love Bush Bomb. We sell the shit out of it. So we have decided to work with Bush Bomb to create a Waxing Leos bundle. This is myself and Brie's top sellers, including the Nude Oil, Bermuda Oil, Nude Scrub, Bermuda Scrub, and both of their nourishing body washes. This is a $400 investment into your business that can make you $800. Guys, this is going to take your $50 Brazilian to $100 Brazilian. If you're not retailing Bush Bomb, I don't know what you're waiting for. Definitely log on to their wholesale site and check out our Waxing Leos bundle today. What is up, you guys? You are listening to the Waxing Leos podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Mariah. And I'm Bree. And today we're so excited. We have a very special guest. <gasps> we have the mermaid, Estee Heather. The OG. The OG mermaid, Estee. Let's plug that. <laughs> the OG yes. mermaid, Estee. So, Heather, the first thing that I always like to ask people that come on the pod is kind of just give us like a, a synopsis of of you and how you got to where you are and, you know, how you kind of became who you are now today. Yeah, I'll plug myself in. Yes. <laughs> yep. So start um, with your, let's start with your Instagram handles. Yes. Everyone go follow her. Yeah. So my name is Heather, aka The Mermaid SD. Um, I have multiple businesses so that you can follow. So I have mm -hmm. um, my page. You can search The Mermaid SD or it is Live Love Beauty SC. Uh, uh, for Instagram for my page and then Glitter Wax Creations and then Waxers BFF Box. So yes. I have been licensed for 12 years and I have my own business. And then I decided to um, launch a couple of different product brands that I have. So I have a bunch of different things going She's on. She's just a little busy. Also, <laughs> I'm extremely busy because I'm a mom too and yes. see clients all the time. But yeah. And she did I, yeah, all this like brands. during COVID, like a psycho. Yeah. Yeah. I am kind of psycho when it comes but, <laughs> but Cali, I don't know if you guys know, California was shut down forever in a day. So for her yeah. to do these launches and stuff, that is amazing to do that during that time. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty much seven months total um, that it was locked down for. So it was, it was, a uh, it's, I think it was like four months and then we were open for a couple months and then it was closed for another month and then uh, open and then closed. It was ridiculous. And the rules yeah, that they kept really giving hard. you guys were so they were stupid. Wild. Like, oh yeah, you can wax somebody outside, <laughs> but not indoors. Like what? Yeah, like, yeah. What? and then you can't have it be an enclosed tent. So it would have to be open. So I'm like, I'm not going to be waxing <laughs> vaginas in the parking lot. Right. Like, it's fucking oh. wild. Where it's less sanitary. It makes sense. COVID was a exactly. real wild time. It was ridiculous. <sighs> yeah, but okay. that's basically when I started like doing all of the different launches. I launched yes. my one of my brands like two weeks after we were shut down. Wow. And all the different things. It was pretty crazy journey. So Heather, however, I will say with the glitter wax creations, I remember seeing Heather post about that bef way before she even launched it. So she was like the, the first person I ever saw put glitter in her wax, like ever. That's dope. So yeah, it. that was that was a Starpel. I was using Starpel at the time, and yeah. they 
they called me the glitter wax pioneer because they had never seen Literally. it before either. Literally. So I really love it. I would totally agree. I remember I remember seeing that and I was like, oh, that is like genius. But yeah. and then all of a sudden I remember I saw you make the brand and I was like, even better. I yes. was like, oh my God, now we can buy it. We love an entrepreneurial bitch. Yes. We love it. So yeah, let's... it was using it for myself, but then I right. decided that so many people were asking and wondering and through the creation of my brand, Glitter Wax Creations, I kind of found out that not all glitter is created equal. Oh, so yeah. You can't just use basic craft glitter in your wax because you no. can risk harming your client by scratching their skin mm-hmm. or having the glitter actually melt or bleed the color I into the wax. Melt. So you spend yeah. a lot of money on your wax. Oh, so God, it's, no. it's not it's not just anything that you can use. So I created it where it's specialty glitter blends that are safe to use in any wax type or brand. And people have been using it in a uh, jelly mask too, which is really fun I've too. Seen so that. And I, I've been seeing yeah. people use it in sugar. Oh, cool. Yeah. Sugar, sugar paste. paste too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's all just about making the waxing and now jelly mask experience a lot more fun, like for the waxer, yeah. but also the clients love it. And it's a great thing for social media attention, which we all want more attention on social media. And I've had customers tell me that when they use it in like ads or different kind of things that they have like the most views on that ad because it was eye catching and attention grabbing. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Whenever I would post about it, people would be like, I want you to wax me to that. They're like, I don't even get to see it, but I want you to. And I'm like, right. (laughs) It's just fun. It's fun for you and your client. And it's not, it's not extremely expensive. So it's like worth the extra couple dollars to go ahead and just throw that in a couple pounds. A little bit goes a long way. That's what I like about it too. Like I buy the big bags. I want to tell everybody that a little goes a long way. Don't pour the whole bag. The whole whole thing. (laughs) Cause you will have glitter in your wax for days, bro. Like you just need I've seen, I've seen someone dump like an entire, like I have one ounce, two ounce and eight ounce bags. Oh, I've no. seen someone dump like an entire one or two ounce bag in their pot. And I'm like, oh my God, but it's okay. It looks amazing. But then it's all gone in your yeah, one pot. Oh so my God. That's, that's definitely a question I get all the time. It's like, how much do I add? Or is too much or too little? Or it's not going to stay on your skin. There's going to be no glitter left behind no matter what you use. Right. It's just the look of what you want. If you yes. want just a little yes. extra sparkle or if you want it dramatic to maybe change the color of the wax or make it like yep. insane glitter addicted because I am definitely glitter addicted. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I even see that you'll put it on your like nails and stuff. Ooh, love. Yeah, you can use it for nail art too. Yep. So yep. nail art, the waxing, the jelly masks, all that fun stuff. So how long did you have the glitter wax uh, brand before you started your your second brand, the which Waxers is the BFF Waxers box. BFF box? So I launched Glitter Wax Creations in March of 2020, literally two weeks after I was shut down. (laughs) I was scared shitless. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, But I decided to go forward with launch, even though I was questioning it, but it was the best decision I ever made. Um, And then... I came up with the idea. So my other brand, Waxers BFF Box, is a subscription box that's just for waxers. So it's filled with different wax brands, retail brands, exclusive deals on industry classes and business resources. And then now I'm able to make like custom waxer swag kind of stuff in each of those. So they're all different seasonally themed and fun kind of aspects of it. But I was... um, I think it was visiting my family for Thanksgiving in uh, 2020. And I, this is how my brain works where I come up with like 
instantly think of some random idea and I'm like, yep, that's genius doing that. <laughs> I love that. But that's there's so awesome. many that, that kind of come up with that. But I'm like, what, what about a subscription box that's just for waxers? Because I'm constantly hearing questions. I mean, Brie and I were part of the, you know, the world of waxologists, yeah. admins with all that. So we get see this a lot more. But even before that, I would constantly see on Facebook pages, people DMing me on Instagram asking, what's your favorite wax brand? What products do you retail? What classes, business help, different things like that. And I'm like, what if I can put this all in a subscription box that's for waxers and different each time? But I also like to promote like the women owned or created brands, esthetician created brands and products is more of the highlight. And then I also try... I try to have different like beauty industry or women related uh, nonprofits to feature in some of them, but that has been proven to be a little bit harder. So it hasn't been yeah. every box, but as often as I can. That's awesome. So how many yeah. uh, monthly like subscribers to your box do you have currently? Do you know? Um, average? So this, the script, the subscription aspect of it kind of changes from different ones because there's random reasons where, you know, if you have a subscription, if your card doesn't go through or declined or changes things, and then you never end up re-upping. So it's constantly kind of fluctuating, but I have it set where right now we have 200 boxes for each one. So I started the first one we launched was spring of 2021 so we're now on the second box of our second year which is really exciting congratulations Um, thanks but I started with 100 boxes and it went up to 175 and then I've been kind of constant at the 200 because it's just been kind of fluctuating and it's Mm -hmm. it's been a lot of work and it's a lot of money for me to put into the box too because these products are not free I negotiate specific deals with these companies but it's not free so I'm spending like $2,000, $2,500 on one brand for, you know, the boxes. It's it's been a lot. So it's kind of need to like slowly ease into, you know, not dramatically grow too fast. Yeah. But it's been pretty great. That's awesome. And honestly, like if you guys are listening, this is a great opportunity to, because like Mo and I talk about all the time, like what we like or what we've tried or whatever. I think everyone still needs to try things for themselves. Yeah. So yeah. the Waxers BFF box is a great opportunity to try things um, because they're sizes that are big enough. Like I know this, uh, they're not sample sizes. Like a lot of times I see some things that you'll have, they're full size products. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I and, try to have as many of those in there. I mean, it's literally yeah. the size of the box we have to go off of. Yeah, too. for sure. But like, but, I've even seen you have like a full size of things and I'm like, oh my God, yeah. that would be so nice to try. Cause then you get like the full experience of an item. Um, yeah, obviously samples, exactly. a lot of times samples are enough. That's why they're the sample size they yeah. are, but it's still a good opportunity to at least try things. Like, especially if you're new or even if you're mm-hmm. seasoned and you just want to like try a couple things. Cause a lot of times, with items, you have to buy wholesale. There's like an order minimum. So if you can do it in the box instead and just try the item before you buy it, even better. Yeah. Yeah. And people are constantly asking about like the wax brands, you know, whether they like the yes. brand they use, they're always wanting to try new ones. There's new brands popping up. So it gives the ability in each of the boxes to try a different wax brand. And it might mm-hmm. be different types of waxes too. Like, yeah. I personally love hard wax. So a lot of it is hard wax because it's harder to do soft wax. But the winter box that we just did in for winter had a full size can of soft wax in there for the brow aspect. So there, there is a variety of those, um, 
So I think I'm going to keep that up with having like the winter box be the brow box that has like a soft wax and then some hard wax. So it's a variety of different things to try. But that's the case with, you know, the different wax brands trying to try different ones to see what works best for you, because someone might be obsessed with a certain brand, but someone else, it doesn't really work that well for them. Yeah, we good to try it for yourself. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then that's the way for, for the retail. Like you said, people are, people are always asking about different retail brands and one might be better for one people, different types of salons or spas and what they're offering. Mm-hmm. But this also, it usually comes with exclusive deals for these retail companies for it's like either an opening order or a code to use for your first order, things like that. So if you like what's in the box, you usually have an exclusive kind of offer to be able to bring it in or try more too. That's so smart. I so love that. I want to go like way back. We're going to like super reverse. I want to hear <laughs> about like when you like started SD school and then like where you first worked. Cause I know you did European wax center. Um, and then just kind of give us like the whole start from finish of like where you are today. So I, went to school got it now I've been licensed for 12 years so it was probably like 13 years ago yeah and to mention this I was going to beauty school to be my career until I got my actual career so I was even going into beauty school just to have it be a for the meantime or a backup plan not my forever plan (laughs) gotcha that um, that uh, did not (laughs) yeah yeah that's okay. That's a good I thing. Was going to, I was going to normal college for psychology. So it still really fits in with, you know, yeah. I'm basically the therapist for everyone that I work on. Yeah. But I also have the the experience and the knowledge behind that to have it not just be like, oh my God, yeah, he's stupid. Dump him, you know. Me as fuck. Um, but when I started beauty school, I mean, beauty school was just such a crazy journey. It really was not good. You know, they didn't, I went through like three, three or four teachers. They didn't have like any machines. We did like one day of lashes, one day of spray tan. Like it was not what you would think it should be, but Mm -hmm. it's also 13 years ago is a little bit different than what it would be today too. That's how it still is today. Yeah. That's how it still is today. Unfortunately, I think it's just different schools might be different, you know, and what they have and access. Well, and, and the honestly, that you have. what I've learned from multiple people from talking to multiple estheticians is it seems to be for some reason now, obviously yours was 13 years ago, but like out West, they seem to be a lot better school wise. Yeah. Um, than like, than Midwest. Midwest is trash. Yeah. But we also still have the same instructors from 20 some years ago. True that. So like no one's kind of kept up the pace or anything, but so obviously you probably had a shitty experience with beauty school as it seems to be, that's a universal problem. So then what did you do? Where was your first gig? What was your first job and what did you do? My first job was I, I literally worked um, for a makeup counter. Oh. <laughs> I was the only person there that was an esthetician. So I originally 
went to beauty school thinking that I wanted to do makeup. I really liked makeup. Oh, and I also really, <laughs> I really liked picking at people. So it was like the makeup yeah. and then picking at people. Yeah. Um, but it didn't really end up going that direction from what I went into school thinking, but getting out of it, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. I was working for that makeup brand. I did some freelance brands, um, And then I worked in like a receptionist uh, at a salon that kind of got me into doing some waxing and everything, but it really wasn't, it was kind of a real shitty experience to be honest. Um, But I kind of just went on and on with just a couple of these random jobs. Like I worked in like the CVS beauty department for a while and like Hmm. random stuff like that. That was like, I don't know what to do. What jobs can I get? What do I have? I mean, I live in, uh, it's, it's kind of like, I call it a little big town because it isn't really that small, but it also doesn't necessarily come with the opportunities or the big brand stores and stuff. Like yeah. we have t- one yeah. tiny little mall, you know, it's like, we have to go 45 minutes away for a lot of the big kind of stuff. So the, there's not as much opportunity. We don't have any solace salon suites or any of that type right. stuff in the County. Like, Especially probably back then, back then you probably yeah. had like a salon that was like known and then like a baby, a bunch of little salons. So when did you start working at EWC? Um, I think I was, so before I worked at European Wax Center, I also started renting. I worked at a beauty supply place and I started Mm. renting a room there just to try to do that and work in there to try to work and do a little bit more and get experience. But it was so hard to get clientele and it wasn't the right environment is what I learned. So Mm. working in a beauty supply place that has room for rent isn't necessarily the best place. It would be better actually being in like a salon environment or something. I've never heard of that ever. Yeah. So they had a couple of chairs for hairstylists. So there was like two hairstylist areas and then one room within that place. Um, But it was really hard for me. And I'm like, you know what? This isn't really working. And there was a European wax center in town, but they had just opened that year and they weren't Mm. hiring. But I was like, you know what? I think this would be great. I want this opportunity. So I applied for the one that was what we call over the hill. It's like 45 minutes away um, because I was like, I feel like this could be a good opportunity. And I got in with them and it was a really great kind of experience for a couple of years. But then I decided I wanted to try to be a little bit closer to town. So I was actually able to transfer to my local wax center. Um, But it was just, it was a very interesting experience with doing that. And I'd say that the European wax center, the owners were really great. And I was really lucky. Not everyone has a great experience at EWC. because. Yeah, it comes down to the owner or the manager that's going to either make or break your experience there, basically. Right. Yeah. Well, so then (laughs) what was your your moment where you're like, I need to be out on my own? So I was working for them for about seven years. And it's it's really not easy for someone to work for a company like that for seven years. Yeah. Some people, it's really not for them and they only last a couple months or a year. And there's some people who are there for long term. And it worked for me because... I I didn't really want to work for myself at the time. I wanted yeah. to have a job, go home and be done and then um, just work part time, like just kind of get by and be OK and mm-hmm. continue 
going to normal college to finish my psychology. <laughs> for your real job. Ooh. For the real job. Yeah. Whoa. So um, I decided after like seven years, I mean, I had had my son too. So it was really lucky right. to work for someone else while having a baby. So you can be out and get, you know, your paid maternity leave and that kind of stuff that you don't get as a self-employed person. Right. I mean, every state's different, but you don't get any of that. You know, it's, it yeah. sucks. It's hard. Yeah. But after a while, I decided I was really kind of tired of just waxing only all day, every day for seven years. And I wanted to learn how to do lashes. Like I learned that in school, but I didn't really continue that. And I just thought it'd be really cool. I'm very meticulous. So I'm like, I feel like that would be good for me. Very detail oriented and it'd be fun. But I also wanted to kind of get back into some facials. So I started uh, transitioning a room in my parents' house to turn it into a little like room that I could have, you know, to do some lashes and facials and everything and still work at the wax center. But after about six months of doing both of those, me working before or after shifts, all like days off, it was really a hard kind of six months that I decided that I actually wanted to have my own thing. And I wanted to work towards that. And I left the wax center and started my own thing out of the room at my parents' house. Hell yeah. Now, did EWC have you sign a non-compete? So in California, non-competes do not stand up in court. So it does not matter. Wow, nice. um, Not here, baby. I don't think (laughs) they don't make you sign one in California because it won't stand up, but they do make you sign something that you cannot work there and wax somewhere else at the same time. So you can't do the same places. You can do lashes or facials in another place, but you can't wax somewhere else while you're working there. Gotcha. Okay. So how long have you had, because I think you ended up expanding to this location that you're in now, like what, only a couple of years ago? Yeah. So I, after I left them and went full-time on my own, I knew that it was going to be temporary there. I wanted to get into a commercial space because in my mind, it's like, it's a means to an end in my mind. It wasn't going to be long-term. I didn't Mm -hmm. see it as that professional growth potential kind of thing, but I was in there for about, it was January that I left uh, the wax center and went full-time and signed a lease on my first commercial space in May and started there in June. And I was only in there until I signed a new lease in December of that same year to move into the space I'm in now, which is like a four-room spa. Yeah, it's So huge. it really kind of upgraded quickly. But you got to keep in mind that I signed that lease December, worked all of that and was moving in in January And then six weeks later was when COVID hit. So I was only working in the new space for six weeks before I was shut down. Oh my God. That's what happened to me. Yeah. That's that's exactly what happened to me. My business savings on doing this renovating. This place was hideous. It had, it was like an old uh, pediatrics place where ugly ass carpet, mustard (laughs) yellow and green throw up walls. Not not mermaid vibes. (laughs) No. I love your freaking floor. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a whole horrible experience on its own with my floor now is purple glitter floors. Yeah. And that was carpet. And it was a lot of glue on that carpet Ugh, underneath yeah. it. And my 
husband did the floor because we were uh, quoted by anyone else like ten thousand dollars for new carpet or new flooring so we're like can we figure this I out myself i'm very cannot. thankful that my husband is my husband's Handy. in like the construction industry shout so out to the mermaid fd husband yes yeah shout exactly <laughs> goddamn because i do love those floors <laughs> Yeah. And so, it's, it's one of those things you don't realize when you're no. getting into your own space and the commercial spaces, the work that you have to do to things. You don't always know what you're getting into before no. you start or all the work or all the money and the time that it's going to yeah, take. And that's what we really in, discovered. She's put in tons. I know I've put in thousands and thousands. thousands yeah. Um, so Heather, we have like a lot of newbies that listen to the podcast, you know, so as someone that's been like established in the industry, what are like, if you could give like three top pieces of advice for someone who's thinking of going on their own or just like being in the beauty world or wants to wax, like give our newbie Estes your top mm-hmm. three pieces of advice. God, I, I have so many. That's I so know. hard because I do actually have a hands-on and online classes too. Yes. So yes. a lot of those are really helpful. And I and think on a continued education... I'm going to plug your classes real quick. They're very affordable. Yeah. So if you are a newbie, please check out her classes. They're extremely affordable. She even has like the Zoom ones that are pre-recorded, which are even more affordable than just like the live ones. I highly recommend doing those. Those will save you so much time. Yeah. Okay. So so here's her continued education. Continued education is so important. So that's one of the number one tips that I always give is that coming out of beauty school, or even if you're in your first year or two mm-hmm. or five, even of being licensed, you're going to continue over your entire career of doing continued education. Yeah. No one knows everything. Technology is changing. Techniques are changing all the time. Um, some states require a certain amount of, you know, continued education Uh, California doesn't, but it's still an amazing idea to do. Mm -hmm. So I have, um, I, right now I have four online classes It one, what that you were referring to, um, Mm -hmm. the, how to grow your solo SD business was a a pre-recorded kind of zoom call that was, um, with a bunch of slides and about three hours Mm -hmm. of me talking and going over this. It's amazing. (laughs) It's crazy. Um, And then the other ones, the three other ones are all professionally filmed. So they are um, hard wax Brazilians, which is a really awesome one. And then my vajayshals, my online vajayshal class has been super popular. Yes. And then I have a fanny facial class because a lot of people were requesting fanny facial. So Mm. I started in 2020 with doing Zoom classes, and they were so popular. I had about 700 other estheticians, beauty pros from all over the world taking these Zoom classes. So I took the money I made from that and turned them into professionally filmed, fully online classes. So those are amazing. And I'm actually filming another one in a couple of weeks at the, in, in May, um, that's going to be about pregnancy waxing and all the different positionings, how things look different and act different. And a little baby belly treatment kind of demo of everything that people love love to ask about. And I'll have more coming soon. I'm going to be doing men's waxing and legs waxing, full body, face, full face, all different kind of ones for the future. Um, But those are going to be great. And then another piece of advice I'd say is just 
if you want to, it's kind of like trying everything, you know, and they say the advice for college is like, take all the random electives just to see what your passion is. I think that's important inside of a career too. So take the different online classes, try the different techniques, machines, different things just to see what you like, because there may be something that you are super obsessive over and other things that you hate and you do not need to offer services that you do not like to do. You just Agreed. don't. So, Agreed. Yeah. So Take it's the really legs something. Off. <laughs> yeah. It's the ability to just try a bunch of different things to see what is your passion yep. because you would still need that passion to keep you know, your business and to keep going. Avoid you don't want to be burnout. miserable. Yeah. yeah. Avoid yes. your burnout and refer those services you don't like doing out to other businesses and then you're supporting other people. Hell yeah. Yeah. I strongly recommend that. Yeah. And I think another piece of advice is what I always try to preach is collaboration over competition. So, you know, other estheticians are not your competition. You know, you have to see it more as like a sisterhood and ability to learn from each other and mm-hmm. promote each other. And I mean, that can be hard for some women, you know, some women are not on that boat of like, you know, we're supporting taught, and we're taught from such a young age to be against each other. And then also, especially in the yeah. beauty world, even when you're in school, especially when you go like out on your own or your booth rent, you're like, these are my clients. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, even my yeah. girls inside my own salon struggle with that. Yeah. Like I have three, so three out of my four hair girls offer extensions. And I remember when Sabrina was thinking about offering extensions, she's like, well, I don't know because already two of the girls offer extensions. Like, how am I going to be different? And I was like, literally, I, I am the only one that does not offer anything different. And I'm still fully booked. I offer the exact same shit yeah. that all my estheticians offer. And I was like, and it's nice because then like, if I want to go on vacation or if my client can't get in, I know that they're still going to come to TMP and go to somebody I trust. Right. So it's, I mean, it's very difficult to get out of that mindset, but once you're out of it, it all comes full circle because like I, I refer people out to other estheticians that do spray tans or I'll refer other people out to, I even refer people out to like other facialists and stuff because like I'm good at facials I like doing them but I'm like hey you know this person might be a little bit better they might fit your personality more or they might have exactly what you're needing that I don't and then that person in return is only going to refer people to me you know what I mean it's all gonna it all comes back karma is a thing (laughs) those are yeah definitely and I think it's go ahead it's just, it's so important for all that in all aspects of the business. And that's kind of how I kind of grew my business pretty quickly was collaborating yes. with others. And that doesn't have to just mean other estheticians. Yeah. I mean, other local businesses, other women owned businesses and other estheticians. I've done all things like that for getting my own personal clientele, as well as growing my, you know, students and uh, professional, you know, estheticians and that kind of aspect. And that's what's given me the ability to have my professional uh, brands and online and hands-on classes and all of that as well. So I just, I think it's very important to have that mindset of Mm -hmm. you're not going to lose out on someone because of that. It's not everyone is going to be your client. Not everyone's going to want to buy your products or take your classes or any of that, but to be able to support 
other women, especially yes. women owned businesses and other estheticians, I think is the really important thing. And that's what I always strive to do. And I think that's a Love very that. good note to end on. Yes. However, I do want to have Heather plug again. She's going to plug her socials. And then she's also going to be at the aesthetics convention that's going to be in Vegas in June. And she does yeah. have a booth there. So I want her to plug that bad boy real quick as well for anyone who's going to be going to that. Yeah. So I'll be at the, the Vegas show. I'm really excited about that. Um, it's going to be Last year, I was there working with a brand and they let me have some of my products be at their booth and did a class with them and everything. But this will be the first year that I have my very own booth. And Yay! it is a big deal to me. That's a These huge booths deal. Are so expensive. So it's like, I just want to make back what it is. And that get is a more huge of a marketing, deal. You know, it's. It's so overwhelming, but yeah, I'll be there with me, the the mermaid SD with the online class deals, uh, the glitter wax creations and the waxers BFF box. It'll be for the summer box that is a out and available now, um, but it's going to be very exciting. I love to connect and collaborate with other people at the shows too. I'm yes. very excited for that. Yeah. Okay. So you can follow her on Instagram. She's live love beauty SC. She also has glitter wax you creations. You can also search. You can search the mermaid. Mermaid SD, SD and, and she'll pop up. up. Or yeah. Waxers BFF box. I'm pretty sure that's. There's no underscores or anything. No. Um, yeah. So go it's ahead and give all, all those a follow. In my bio. Oh, even so better. If you go to my Instagram page. There is Waxers BFF box and glitter wax creations linked in my bio. But also the the web link is in there to their websites and nice. everything as well. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Thank All you right. so much, Heather, for coming on today. And yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for your time. And guys, we will catch the vibe next time. Peace. Peace.